want to thank each and every one of you that have left a review on iTunes. That is so helpful to be able to get this podcast shared with all of your friends. And I am so appreciative of your feedback and your support. Now, this week's five-star review is from Courtly Art. She says, just what I need to bring light to my day. Natalie is such an inspiring voice. I love how she shares the light with and inspires each of us. I feel so uplifted listening. Thank you so much for that review. It inspires me to continue and to be able to share this podcast with you. I have loved interviewing and being able to dive deep into God's eternal truth and share them with you. It's a joy. It's such a great joy for me to do that. If you would like to leave a review, go to iTunes. That would be so appreciative. Thank you. Are you feeling called by God to step into who he created you to be? Does this feel exciting and scary all at the same time? I get it. Yet, I know that we were sent here to earth at this specific time for a reason. President Russell M. Nelson reminds us, the women of this dispensation are distinct from the women of any other because this dispensation is distinct from any other. This distinction brings both privileges and responsibilities. I am Natalie Bogle, creator of The Anchor Planner and your host of the Become Anchored podcast. I'm showing you how to discover who God created you to be and how to anchor your day as his distinct daughter. You are not going to want to miss this, so let's dive in. We are here with Sammy Rolette, and I am so excited. We have met on Instagram. Um, We were actually in a business coaching group together, and um, we joined a giveaway together, and um, I have loved what Sammy has shared. She is so kind and so sweet, even through the internet, (laughs) and sometimes that's hard. So I appreciate you, Sammy, and I really appreciate you coming and sharing your journey here with us here on the Become Anchored podcast. So tell me, Sammy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, Natalie, thank you so much. Uh, This is so great. You are right. Um, I am just so grateful to be here. Um, I was drawn to you, Natalie. I know, I think one of our first conversations was... I love this anchored approach and the anchoring because I was working through, like you said, we were in a business coaching group together and I found myself wanting to create this course around the anchor method is where I was finding myself as I was um, really loving the analogy of the water and sailing these rough seas and um, navigating life's ups and downs, storms, all the things. And uh, I was just going through my yoga teacher training and they always spoke, my instructors always spoke of anchoring. Every pose has an anchor as you balance and try to extend yourself in different ways. And so that's where our friendship began. And I've just been 
inspired ever since. So I, you know, I love the different ways, the different hats that we can wear as we introduce ourselves, right? And right. <laughs> obviously, my favorite is a wife and mama, and which is the core, where my core beliefs come from. Um, so I have three kiddos. Uh, we currently just moved. We're fresh to uh, Arizona. We just moved here about six, seven months ago. Uh, so we're navigating what uh, hot weather looks like every day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that you just moved to Arizona. So I moved, moved here when I was one. <laughs> oh my word, you're a native. Arizona. So I'm the funny thing is, as you say, I'm a native, but my husband is a native and he won't consider me a native. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so yes. yes so first hot summer, it seems like. <laughs> yes, we are navigating this new stuff. And so that is honestly my life story is navigating change, navigating the unknown. It seems like every pinpoint that I am on the map has been a drastic change in either career or our life or events that are happening. And so that's really kind of where it begins for me. Um, and how people know me is my resilience through change. So <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that part yeah. of your story, because sometimes I think we just get started on our story, but navigating through change. I love that little concept there. Um, so how many times have you moved? Just quick question. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, through my teenage years, I moved back and forth with, um, living with, um, uh, my, my parents, wherever they were in different places. Um, and then in our married life, um, we began our little journey, uh, in Southern Utah, actually St. George. Uh -huh. And, um, we moved, uh, five times, uh, through my husband going back to school uh, until we landed ourselves in Boise, Idaho, okay. where we got to stay for a little while, enough <laughs> to grow some roots. And that was our last big move was from Boise to Southern Arizona to take our first job out of um, my husband going back to school. So awesome. And you're in very Southern Arizona. <laughs> Very Southern. I could about take me 30 minutes to get a good tamale across the border. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which those are good. So. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> this is, I'm loving. I'm loving culture. I'm loving the new things. So just embrace. So, and so. it seems like it often takes a year, I think. So it's hard oh, when yeah. you move a lot. Um, but that is awesome. I didn't realize that you were it just moved about six months ago. So thank you for sharing yeah, that. Um, sure. So today on the Become Anchored podcast, we really are focusing on your journey and how you have become anchored to who God created you to be. So lead us down that journey. Um, and I say that in that you already know. And I feel like as we get older, we get glimpses of who God has created us to be, but it's not final, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so share what you know now and knowing that we're all growing and continuing to growing to grow. So share, um, share your journey with us and where you are today. I love this. And I love that. Uh, it's never final. We definitely are 
this refining process. And I think one thing that I could share from my journey looking back is that there is no final destination. Mm-hmm. Happy does not exist in a far off land called when. Right. Right? I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when. You know, and you could insert any goal, any life event, right? And that's the beauty of what God has taught me through my refining process is happy is now. Happy is where you make it. Happy is where you create it. Mm-hmm. And that starts within within yourself. Is my journey started in needing outside things you know as I started navigating rough waters as a young as a young kid just barely 12 13 years old um, navigating change for my very first time traumatically with what you know our family splitting up and um, you know looking back at that little girl and like she just didn't know she didn't understand she wasn't comprehending um, I was you know, navigating a faith crisis with, you know, being raised in the church and, and church culture at the time was very, uh, divorce was still a, a D word, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so that was difficult to, you know, seeing families can be together forever. And then, wait, this doesn't make sense though. And the God I know wouldn't just erase that completely and so um I navigated a faith crisis pretty young and found myself coping in not very healthy ways (laughs) Um, landed myself in some addictive behaviors um which led me through a pretty unhealthy young adulthood um navigating again needing outside validation Mm -hmm. and um a lot of uh, unhealthy relationships because I was trying to fill a hole, yeah. fill this void, right, that I had. And as I found myself um, finally um, at a crossroad of where Heavenly Father always interjected um, people along the way. And I, after being inactive for most of my young adulthood, um, I graduated college 2009, um, just leaving a very unhealthy relationship. I had an elementary education degree mm-hmm. and a condo in St. George. And I was like, I'm out of here. I'm going to run away and start over. Uh-huh. And Heavenly Father directed me through different ways, even though I was not listening very good <laughs> to him and his promptings. I found my way back to uh, going back to going back to church, um, going back to um, circles of friends that were actually good for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> good wholesome activities that didn't involve um, being intoxicated to have fun. Right. I mean, to be honest, truth there, um, which landed me in a sacrament, a young uh, single adult ward. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bless those things. I think a lot of our generation can accredit our marriage to those. <laughs> right. Yep. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my very first time back to church, uh, 
I was very uh, dragging my feet and happened to sit next to uh, a tall, dark, handsome man who uh, then happened to be <laughs> a few months later handed me a ring. Awesome. <laughs> so, but that, but that was the thing. I thought I arrived. Uh-huh. I was happy now. I was, I was there. I had arrived. I, um, but the waves crashed once again as we navigated the first year of our marriage. Both of us um, coming from off of healing from addictive behaviors, mm-hmm. um, those addictions affecting each other and our love and our healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. And then again, there I was devastated of, wait, I thought that this is where happy was. Right. And I just kept chasing it. And we just kept chasing it, right? Mm-hmm. And luckily, Heavenly Father blessed us with a sweet soul, my very first daughter, oh. uh, Miss Lily Girl. Um, my story, if, if you ever have the chance to have deeper, intimate conversations with me, I love to share how Miss Lily came and how I know that she was the soul that the the voice the whispers that i would hear along my journey mm-hmm. um back back to the path where you can <laughs> actually see where you're going once in a while right she was that whispering like, come on oh, mom i know you're gonna be most, there <laughs> oh most I definitely mm-hmm. most definitely i have full faith that her and I have that relationship. And I feel, I do feel that, I mean, this is Natalie talking, but you know, our family's on the other side and both who's come before us and who will come and they're there helping and guiding and cheering us on. (laughs) Most definitely. And so my story, that really is, as we continue, it's, it's navigating change, navigating where I can create happy now. So tell me, um, <clears throat> tell me where yoga and meditation have come into your creating happy now, because that's what you teach and you have these wonderful retreats and um, things that seem so fun. <laughs> yes. um, how has that helped you on your journey? Mm, I love this. Um, so I found myself uh, through navigating all of those lovely ups and downs that God gives us to refine ourselves. I was very, uh, my physical body was now having elements of my emotional and spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found myself um, navigating uh, very difficult challenges in mental health, physical mm-hmm. health. Um, and I loved to run. I I was an athlete, actually grew up being a golfer, which most people say, wait, what? That's an athlete. That's a sport. (laughs) And uh, I'll join, I'll have you join me on the course one time if anybody doubts me. Um. (laughs) I I took a golfing class in college and my sister and I, and oh my goodness, they're like, uh, it's like, okay, come on. I'm like, okay, we'll just skip this hole, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, 
I loved being outdoors. Um, I loved running. Um, As a college athlete, we did a lot of conditioning. Mm -hmm. And that's where I found very passionate about my physical health. And I know that that's what kept me, uh, honestly, alive Mm -hmm. enough to function as I was treating my body very poorly, um, which landed me with some pretty severe health conditions as I aged. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was working with a trainer who um, s- navigating stress and the effects it had on my body, she w- she encouraged me that I need to slow down on running and okay. slow down on on heavier heavier conditioning. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that's how I escape. Uh-huh. That's how I move that's how I process that's I throw on my my headphones and run and as I look back on that sweet soul that's how she was dealing with uncomfortable things that's how she was trying to suppress trying to get it out trying to stuff it in right right and uh she mentioned I think you would love yoga and I was I laughed because I was like (laughs) Uh, you want me to sit still right. <laughs> and, and, and be with my thoughts? Right, right. I, I had that right. same exact thought is when you're sitting still, those thoughts that you're trying to run away with often come. And so, yeah, I could see how that would be so difficult. And so that was, I laughed and I grudgingly stepped on a yoga mat and slowly but surely saw result, physical results as I, uh, this body of mine was, was becoming more flexible and movement and stretching and uh, the physical came, but then my results came in my emotional, mm. my mental, my spiritual, as I sat still long enough to hear him, yeah. Yeah. to process, to understand that These emotions are energy in motion and they simply come, we learn, we we pass through. And I became so interested along my journey of why, how this was happening. You gotta show me some, you gotta show me some science here. I was very like, why, how is this happening? You could feel it physically and you could feel it emotionally, but why? And I'm kind of like that too, like logical brain. Okay. Show, show me the reason. So how did that, what did you discover? So I discovered, um, through my, um, through a a coaching that I had, I found myself very interested in nutrition, very interested in holistic health, aromatherapy, uh, found myself going back to school myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went back to, um, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition to get a certified holistic health uh, coaching. And through that process is where I understood the mind-body-soul connection and our mind-body connection with our mental health and our gut health, actually, being Uh where I found most results in my nutrition because that's where I was suppression and stuck. And um, all of these poor coping strategies 
that left my digestive system in a wreck. And so that clearing up that mind-body connection for me, my physical body began to match my spirit, my emotional health. And I, uh, spiritually, I was, I became stronger because I saw and I was given little tidbits from the spirit that this is our greatest tool. Mm -hmm. Navigate the adversary because what's one thing we have that he doesn't? Right. A body. Mm -hmm. Our bodies. Right. Right. I became passionate about taking care of it because it brought me this confidence that I was like, ooh, bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it on because I have the best armor. I have the best tools. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's where I fell in love with yoga. It was my favorite way to take care of my body. Meditation was my favorite way to take care of my mind and layering curiosity on my thoughts versus judgment. Yeah. I found compassion and forgiveness and all of that. And that's honestly what I love. What I love to teach is uh, navigating stress, Mm -hmm. how we can layer some compassion on that to heal ourselves. And then I love how you have curiosity because it's as you add those questions I've been learning (laughs) you realize that okay well what I was really originally thinking isn't true or you know maybe it's this direction and so I love that you add that curiosity aspect to it so tell us what you're doing now how what led you to what you do now and what you share Mm, I love this so I'm actually in the middle of a change once again. Heavenly Father loves to send those my way. Yes. (laughs) Right now, I um, actually stepped back from a lot of where you and I first met, Natalie. Okay. (laughs) Um, I've had an opportunity to um, do something different with my kids' schooling. And Mm -hmm. I know we've (laughs) we've all navigated what that looks like in the last year. We've had some innovation and things that we can do for them in their education. And I have an opportunity. I'm actually going to be, um, it's a program called Prenda. I'm going to be a Prenda guide this fall. And that was not in the plans. My plans were that my kids are, I've never in my life, obviously I'm a young mama. All of my kiddos would have been in school. I would have a fourth grader, a second grader, and a kindergartner. Your first year, right? (laughs) My first year navigating life of like discovering Sammy, right? Uh Uh-huh. My father was like, nope, I need you. I need you somewhere else. But every time he gives me these opportunities, I get to bring my gifts. I get to bring my gifts. And so my life right now, Natalie, is... um, looking at interjecting my yoga and mindfulness inside Mm -hmm. my classroom that I'm going to have in my home, which when the opportunity came, I was not planning on it. My yoga career was going to blast off as I was taking individual clients during the day. Right. Uh Uh, Heavenly father again, he was like, no, no, not. This is what I want you to do. So in the Prenda model and fourth and fifth grade, why that's so important to me was when this person extended this opportunity to me. I was curious. I thought I was going to be having my son's kindergarten class. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you understand that I navigate dealing with stress, right? (laughs) I'm not going to teach kindergarten. Thank you. But 
let's move forward, right? Right. And I said, by chance, what age of children are needing a guide? Because this is becoming very popular mm-hmm. in our neighborhood. And there's a lot of kiddos interested. And she said, well, they're fourth and fifth graders. And as soon as she said fifth grade, my heartstrings just played a, a song because that's what that's what I taught for seven years in the classroom oh, was awesome. fifth graders. Mm-hmm. And so oh, I get to have a group of fourth and fifth graders in my home. It's, it's a beautiful of yeah. letting them uh, discover themselves and a, a love for learning, passion for learning. Mm-hmm. So. so do you think your love for yoga and meditation, um, you have a retreat still coming up that I yes. saw. So are, you're yes. still doing some of it. What's your yeah. kind of plan there? That was my deal with God. I said, Heavenly Father, please don't take this from me. I'm trying to be what you need me to be, you know? And so graciously, he put people in my path once again that that showed me that I can navigate the best of both. And so I get to still teach yoga to my adult class in the evenings. Mm -hmm. I still get to have that outlet. Uh, for myself. And I still get to hold these retreats that have been a healing gem for the last five, six years of my life as we have held events uh, a couple times a year. And I wasn't sure that 2021 was going to hold an event Mm -hmm. um, with change and, and moving and whatnot. But through this, I knew people had come into my life meeting new people my OGs, they love to call themselves the original gangsters that they've been to every retreat for the last six years. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Sammy. Are you going to still do it? And I'm just like, yes, until the day I die, we will be at retreat (laughs) because of what they offer us in the realm of healing, where you can come and be vulnerable in a safe place. Yeah. Now I want to kind of not change gears, but I want to ask you, what do you do daily to stay anchored to who God created you to be, to feel the spirit and to hear him? I love this. It's rolling out my yoga mat, (laughs) my yoga mat in through all of our change and, and moving and whatnot. My yoga mat became home. It was my home. And as a young child, those traumatic experiences um, of not knowing where home was. Mm -hmm. So my daily coming, it's coming home, coming home every day to myself, coming to my safe place. So I have a morning routine and actually my morning routine actually starts with an evening routine, the way that I put myself to bed to set ourselves up for success. Right. Right. I recently heard a quote that I loved so much. He said, a man can do more good from five to nine than nine to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that really solidified my, my truth, my testimony in my morning, my morning routine in yoga, meditation, um, getting myself up and going, um, mm-hmm. aromatherapy, um, you know, having my, my favorite drink to get me going 
physically, you know, how I know what it does to my body physically and um, things along the way, um, journaling, goal setting. This is where I'm like, Natalie, when I met Natalie, I was like, oh, I need your anchor planner because, <laughs> because this is, these are, I love creating the day, speaking to your future self. Mm-hmm. Step into that. In this busy world, we often forget to have moments of stillness. And I love how you begin your day there because that is where you feel the spirit and can be guided for your, for your whole day. How does the spirit speak to you? Is it only in meditation? Are there other ways that you hear the spirit? I love this because I, I always wondered how the spirit spoke to me mm-hmm. uh, as I was going through my faith crisis. Um, but as I've healed my body, mm-hmm. as I've been consistent with the yoga and meditation practice, I have become familiar with how he speaks to me because my channel is clearer. Mm-hmm. My channel is clear. I can hear him. I can process that this is my anxiousness. <laughs> uh-huh. This is, this is his um, uh, urges, right? Yeah. And I navigated that he will never, he will never send his impressions through fear, through anxiousness. And, and so honestly, learning how he speaks to me was learning how I speak to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how I understand the different emotions that come and which ones are his and which ones are mine. Right. And That's learning wonderful. to trust myself in, in listening to him. And he confirms in many ways through ways that we feel the spirit, right? Whether that's physically. Um, I, I feel the spirit, but I also see. The, I'm very visionary. Okay. And I see things and I have little moments of like, oh, thank you. That was you, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Sometimes, you know, it's very personal of how the spirit speaks to us. And I've done a few interviews and each one is different. And I love how, you know, Prophet President Nelson has asked each of us to figure out how the spirit speaks to us. Yeah. And, you know, for a long time, I thought, well, you just, you hear kind of the primary things, well, um, thoughts and feelings, but it has been beautiful to recognize that those, even those thoughts and feelings come differently for each of us. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I want to end with, um, one of my favorite questions is what book, what personal growth book has been your favorite, or maybe you've listened to it. Um, and what are you reading now? Ah, Natalie, that is not fair. You said book and I, I can't one. one. <laughs> Do you mean one of my favorite books? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, honestly, I, I, you have to go back to the classic four agreements, mastery of love, um, really came where I started understanding that in order to help others, I had to help myself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that was, 
that those principles right there was that happy was not out there in someone or something. It was me. It was yeah. in me. So I would have to say that was be my favorite, most impactful as my journeys come. Uh, I, I uh, different healing processes, different healing parts brought different books to me, <laughs> some more spiritual than others, some honestly um, more, phys- you know, mental health, spiritual health, physical health. And so that's kind of where my reading brought me along. Um, I'm currently reading. Oh, Natalie. Okay. I'm actually going to tell you the author. Yep. <laughs> Ortberg. John Ortberg. If you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat. Oh, awesome. I have to tell you where this book came to me. Just recently, we moved. Uh, a pretty big move from Idaho to Arizona. So, uh, you know, some states away. And so this was some pretty heavy cleansing, cleaning as we were packing up to move, right? Mm-hmm. And I found a box of books. And if you know me, I collect books, which is why your your question was not fair <laughs> to ask me to choose just one. Um, but I found a collection of books that I had boxed up quite a while ago. And one of them was my 12-step journal when I was going through the 12-step program uh-huh. in uh, through addiction recovery. And I opened that with tears rolling down my eyes as I revisited that girl mm-hmm. and her notes. And she had this big circle around this note that said, read this. And I was like, as I thumbed through it, I'm like, gosh, I never read that book. I hopped on Amazon right then and there. And it was this, it was this book. If you want to walk on water, you got to get out of the boat. I am my third way through it. Reading it this time because my, my retreat actually this fall is built around principles that uh, were in this book of courage mm-hmm. and finding our strength in Christ And if we want to realize his ability and what he can do with us, Mm -hmm. we trust him. And and relating that to Peter's journey when he walked on water. It's beautiful. That is beautiful. So you haven't so so you haven't read it. Is it or are you reading it again? Three times. You read it three times. Okay. Just curious. Third time. I am actually going through marking it, getting some beautiful chunks um, as it's inspired me to share this idea around courage. Right, right. And reading I love it, that. And it's funny it how, yeah. It's funny how the spirit, the spirit was like, I mean, you're moving and then your journal just happens to be there. And here's this book because sometimes we write those things down and we forget about them. But we really, the spirit's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Yep. You need to do that. So that's what, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Sammy, thank you so much for being here. It has been a joy to speak with you and just get a little part of your journey and your spirit. Um, Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. I loved it. Thank you for having me, Natalie. I look forward to as you navigate this as well, right? Right. (laughs) This is so exciting. I can't wait. Yes. Thank you. 
I am grateful for Sammy and for her genuine sweet spirit that she shares with us here on this episode. Now, as I think back and re-listened to this, the two takeaways that I wanted to share and that really touched my heart was first, when she said, happiness does not exist in a far off land called when. I loved that. Often I search for happiness when I get to this, I will be happy. Or when my children stop fighting, I will be happy. Um, I will be happy when we have a bigger house. Uh, I will be happy when my kids pick up their dirty clothes on the floor. <laughs> and often we search for that. But I loved her quote that happiness does not exist in a far off land called when. It exists now. I was actually in my closet in the morning this morning and um, I was having a pity party. And I was thinking about all of the things that were kind of going wrong in our home. And I realized that I was not feeling peace because I was not focusing on the peace. And so as I made a list in my anchor journal about all of the good moments that I had that day, that the day before, compared to those ones that were frustrating, the good moments far outweighed the frustrating ones. And so I love her thought there of happy does not exist in a far off land called when. We can find it now. And then the second takeaway that I um, wanted to remember for myself and is that when she decided to slow down with yoga and meditation, that is when she was able to feel and hear the spirit. As she was able to um, calm her body and be able to find that peace through meditation and yoga, she was able to hear the spirit. And it is the same for me. When I am able to go to my closet in the morning and read my scriptures and pray and meditate and write in my journal and my anchor planner, that is when I am able to feel the spirit and to hear him the most. So those are my takeaways. Go back and write down your takeaways. Think about what touched you to the most and what you can learn from Sammy and her journey and how you can help that on your journey to becoming anchored. One of the best ways for me to hear the Spirit is through journaling. It has been a few years now as I sit to pray, I bring a journal and I bring my anchor journal and I sit with meditative music and I listen and I pray and I write. I write the thoughts that come to my mind. I ask questions. I write them down in my anchor journal. Now, if you would like to have an anchor journal for yourself, um, it is filled with quotes and great space for you to write and connect with the Lord. And I know you would love it. Just click the link in the show notes and grab yours today. Thank you for listening. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. I know there are other women out there who could benefit from hearing this message too. Leaving a review is a great way for others to find the podcast. Also, share it with a friend. Send them a quick text. 
and say, this is what I loved about today's episode. They will be so grateful. I know I would. Now, thank you again for listening and allowing me to join you on your journey to become anchored.